This is the Slice of App Pie Show. I am Steve, your host for some tips and tricks to help you become a successful creative indie. Ready for your slice? Hello, folks. I'm going to start with some follow-up from last week. Last Monday seems almost a century ago, though it was only seven days. I was pretty upset and very depressed last week. I was also honest, a little bit more honesty than some on this list really wanted. Um, In retrospect, the damage isn't so bad. I got only one really nasty note about that post, who I personally unsubscribed, and five people who unsubscribed either complaining that this post was inappropriate, or my politics didn't belong in their feed. I assure you that is my last truly political email on this list. It was more about my feelings than anything else, given some very uh, unpredictable circumstances. With that all said, I want to make clear something. A slice of app pie is my site, and I will say and do exactly what I want here. If you believe that you are in any way superior to any other human being because of your gender, who you choose to love, the color of your skin, or your religion, please unsubscribe. I will not be political, but much of what I have to say about being a creative indie assumes we are all equal but have cultural differences. I don't call that political. I just call that being who I am. You won't be comfortable with what I am going to say if you cannot accept that. Okay, enough of that. On to the first topic of the week, which is still related to last week's post. Those six people gave us a really cool opportunity for you to understand why I moved to the email list. That was actually supposed to be last week's post, why I made the move from Tiny Letter to MailChimp, and you had to do all this subscribing and resubscribing. While I like MailChimp, this applies to other similar email list systems such as Constant Contact. Higher-end mail systems first have nicer content creation tools, and the look of the newsletter plus the speed I'm able to produce it are very important to that decision. The second reason I moved is metrics. Tiny Letter has almost no metrics. On Tiny Letter, I knew that a little less than a third of the newsletters got opened. Beyond that, I know nothing. MailChimp is a different creature. I know about a lot of you, more than you can imagine. One example is the location you subscribe from. I can assume a lot about you from that information and even group you regionally. Our six wayward friends, between their exit comments, when they unsubscribed, and their location, lets me get some very interesting inferences. While I have street addresses, for our purposes, all you need to know is Georgia, Western Washington State, Texas, and Kansas. Given the political outlook in those geographic regions, unsubscribing makes total sense to me, and I wish them well. That's the example I want to share with you of using analytics to understand something that happens to a list. Unfortunately, I don't have anything interesting on iTunes Connect for an example. The analytics is getting better there, but they aren't as granular as this, at least for us. Apple doesn't give exact locations for a download, only countries, and that's really frustrating to me. I'd love to see, for many apps, where people are downloading them. Geographic data can tell you a lot, as tribes do form in geographical regions. There are people with shared cultural values. If you have access to the cultural values or other demographic data, you could understand an audience better. That's really what I'm trying to do with MailChimp. I'm looking at who you are, and then I can write what might be a better article. 
Not everyone will agree or like what I write, but I know who I am writing to better. Some of you, rightly so, should be getting chills right now. The first time I opened MailChimp's analytics, I got them too. Even when you don't volunteer information, you are giving a lot more information than you imagine. Most email systems do this to get the best idea of who their audience is. My ethics is such that while I will reference this data, I will not mention specific data about anyone. I will, however, talk vaguely and more often with aggregate data. Your data is safe with me. For example, location aggregate data is one of the patterns I've seen repeatedly on all my sites. Although this is written in English, this is not a purely American site. Americans may be the biggest demographic, but they are by no means a majority. Only 42% comes from America. The rest are outside the U.S. I need to think about that too and what it really means. Because I really don't know what it means to have a global audience with lots of different assumptions and cultures behind them. In some of these newsletters, I'll talk more about the analytics and what I'm finding out about this. I think it's especially important for us to understand this, to discover our customers, both on iTunes Connect and in emails that we may be sending out. As I discover things over the next few months, I'll be writing to you about them. MailChimp is a new adventure in marketing for me, and I hope I can give you insights about email lists in this experiment. Let's switch over to iOS now. There are several topics that are tickling my fancy, not the least of which is something that came out of the lynda.com course. I wrote a whole chapter about notifications on the Apple Watch for that video course, but along the way found out that the new user notification framework in iOS 10 has some pretty powerful stuff in it. And so I'm a bit hooked. This week's post goes into the management of local notifications. A reader wrote to me about a problem he was having, and this happened to dovetail quite well with his problem. You'll learn a lot more about local notifications there. I'll add one more thing here that I did not cover in the post. While you have all seen notifications on your phone, you may not know how the new user notification framework does its thing. I'll go more into detail in the post on the website if you want code. You, as a developer, add a notification request using a UN notification request object. This object has three parts, an identifier, a trigger, and content. While you can assign values before you add a notification to the notification center, once you do, the request becomes read-only. That's the one thing I left out of the lesson this week. If you want to change content, you make completely new requests and then replace the current request with the same request identifier. You can only replace, not change, a request. Now for my progress news. Swift Swift View controllers got delayed again due to another round of lynda.com courses. I'm also running into a big stumbling block of Apple shutting down publishing services for a good chunk of December, so it makes it difficult to get everything done. I'm targeting very early January to get the thing complete, but I'm going to try an exploratory update over Thanksgiving. So some changes are coming soon. Speaking of lynda.com, thank you for all of you who took a look at at least the demos from the watchOS course, if not the whole program. For those of you who heard my earlier episode of Selling Out and Selling It, I had a great area with this as well. I said in that podcast that I have a huge problem with affiliate programs. 
However, there is a Lynda.com affiliate program, and I'm not sure if that is selling out or selling it to set that program up. I'm still debating it with myself. It would be to sell my product and make more money from it, but I'm still not 100% certain of that. If you have a thought, let me know about this. Practical Auto Layout seems to be doing well in both iBooks and Kindle. Thank you all for your purchases. So that's it for this week's post. Hope you have a good week. If you are that 42% of the list from the United States, have a happy Thanksgiving. I'll be talking to you next week, so keep coding. Thanks for listening to Slice of App High. Please subscribe and leave a rating on iTunes. You can also find out more about today's episode in the show notes at sliceofapphigh.com. Have a great and glorious day. Talk to you later.